right before bed, those three things. And what I found is that my first like six hours of sleep is amazing. Welcome to the Beck and Siri Show. And here at Team Series Tri Club, it's not just about swim, bike, run. It's about who you become. On our show, we don't just talk to you about swimming, cycling, and running. We talk about mindset. We talk about fearless authenticity and being your very best self. Hey there, Cam here from Team Sirius. This week on the show, Siri lets us in on her sleep secrets, and she also describes what sort of things you can be doing in terms of your training while you're injured to keep progressing. Uh, and also, uh, next week, we've got our big Black Friday sale on, so if you want to head to the website, you can sign up to Early Access, so you can grab the deals before they go live to the general public. You can sign up to that on the website, teamseriousstriclub.com, or I'll put the link in the show notes. Hi everyone, welcome to the Team Serious Tri Club live chat. Just me tonight, I'm gonna miss my wife, but she will be back next week, can't wait. Um, I hope everybody has had an amazing week. Um, I'm hoping people are gonna hop on with me. Hi Bertha, hi Janet, hi Mark, hi Dan. Um, you guys, great to see you. Welcome to the live chat. We're getting a snowstorm right now. I don't know if you can see over my shoulder, but we've got a snowstorm. Hi, Kath Carpenter. Um, how's everybody doing this week? Um, I know we have been super excited this week, um, feeling inspired, um, feeling like, um, well, I'm not going to talk politics, so, but we're feeling very inspired. Um, I'd like to say, um, oh, you can see the horses, Dan. Oh, that makes me so happy. Yeah, we're having a snowstorm. Um, I want to congratulate Maddie Pesh and her athlete, Laura. Laura did her first Ironman at Ironman Florida and did an amazing job. Great job, Laura. Great job, Viv. Um, great job, uh, Janine, who's one of uh, Yvonne Van Vlerken's athletes. I think she did challenge... Almir maybe it was and ran a 302 marathon so that was incredible um and how about uh, the young guy Chris the first down syndrome um athlete to ever finish an Ironman that was absolutely incredible so so incredibly inspired by so many great results this weekend and people achieving their dreams and doing things that they never thought they could. It's so incredibly inspiring. So um, how is everybody? I'm hoping we have um, some questions tonight. Um, yes, shout out to Chris. That's what I was just talking about, Mark. Um, yeah, amazing performances. And to all of you, I hope you had an amazing week. Um, and if anything, that you survived the week. It was a big week last week, and um, we all got through it. And I think that that is an incredible victory. So I congratulate all of us for that. Um, so let's get to some questions, guys. Um, or just somebody tell me how you're doing. Tell me how you've managed the last week and how you feel this week. Hi, Mel Mitchell. Great to have you here, Mel. Um, Weekend was better for Janet. That's great. Um, what should I do while I wait for my TFL to heal? Okay, that's a great question. 
My question when I was an athlete and also when I have an athlete that has an injury is what can you do? So for example, um, if I couldn't run because of an injury, what could I do? I could swim. I could totally work on my swim and make it as strong and as efficient as I possibly could. I could totally, uh, I could still bike. I don't know if you can still bike, but you want to do what you are able to do. So you want to write down, okay, these are the things that I can't do, but these are the things I can. I can work on my nutrition. I can work on my mindset. I can work on my race strategy. I can swim. I can water run. So you definitely want to keep going. I think the biggest mistake that people make is they get an injury and they just stop doing everything because they have an injury. But no, we leave no stone unturned. When you're injured, it's a time to work on the things that you now have more time to work on. And for me, that usually meant if I had a running injury that I could swim more. And that's truly how I got from not knowing how to swim to becoming a really great swimmer. Um, I had a lot of time when I would get a foot in injury um, to swim, to work on my swim stroke, to work on my fitness in the pool. And remember that fitness translates to the bike and the run. So lots of swimming I would recommend for any injury um, and also some water running if you're able to. And like Mel Mitchell was saying, gym work, mobility work, um, core work. The core is so crucial in holding your form together under fatigue, uh, especially on the run. But also your core, when you have a strong core, you're able to transfer power from the front of your swim stroke through your body and out the back of your swim stroke. Having a strong core, you can take some of your upper body strength when you're pedaling, pulling in a little bit on the, on the uh, bars and putting that extra power into your legs. And running, of course, uh, holding your technique under fatigue is what's gonna allow you to run faster. It's gonna allow you to run uh, more efficiently so you can run faster with less effort. So perfect time to work on the core strength. Um, I think I saw, yeah, stay active for sure. And maybe use some CBD, good idea if you're in pain. Um, Kath Carpenter, any advice for getting to sleep during these whew, roller coaster times? My teeth are finally unclenched, but my sleep is all off. I've been finding Kath too, um, not just with election week, but that with the time change, oh man, I've been struggling to sleep past 3.45 in the morning. So I have a little system. I'm just going to share my system with you. Um, I take one mel melatonin gummy, which is five milligrams. I take a full... Um, uh, dropper of CBD, Mark Siegel's on, that's the CBD that I use at night, it's incredible. And I take magnesium in a little bit of water right before bed, those three things. And what I found is that my first like six hours of sleep is amazing. Um, and I also, actually I wanna add to this because it's super important, I have this app called Breathing Room and it's a meditation app. And I've been doing for the last year this meditation on healing my body. Um, but there are all different kinds of, of uh, themes for these breathing room meditations, whether it be um, conscious creator or um, clarity and focus. 
So I do this, it's a 15 minute process. I put my headphones in, it's, it's these breathing exercises and it just really calms you down. So like the melatonin and the CBD and the magnesium, it usually takes about 30 minutes for you to get super tired. So during that 30 minutes, I put my headphones in, I do my breathing room kind of meditation, any kind of meditation would be good. I say my little prayer, I say my gratitude. And I usually sleep really well the first part of the night. And so I think what a lot of us are dealing with is waking up in the night and not being able to turn our heads off, our, our mind, not being able to turn our, our thoughts off. I wake up and I start thinking about everything I need to do and everything I want to create. And oh my God, what's going to happen with this and that. And that's what keeps us up. So we really have to discipline ourselves. Now, you can do one of two things. You can put your headphones back in. <clears throat> Do another meditation, which may just put you off to sleep. There are lots of other apps like Calm, where there's people reading you really kind of boring stories that put you to sleep. It's really beautiful, um, nice, um, peaceful music. Or one thing I started to do, because I started finding that when I would turn these things on, it would wake me up even more because I'm trying to find my phone and find the app and find this, and it would wake me up even more. So I will wake up and I'll just think about each part of my body. There's a type of yoga called yoga nidra. And they say that if you do yoga nidra during the day, um, it's equal to like eight hours of sleep. And I started doing this when I was really trying to heal a few months ago. I'm of course still trying to heal, but they say that that also helps you sleep better at night. So I was doing this thing called yoga nidra, but part of what you do with the yoga nidra is you're just lying on your back, you're not moving at all, but you're imagining relaxing literally every part of your body. So you go from your toes, you know, to your calves, to your thighs. This gets you out of your head and thinking about the things you're worried about or what you have to do tomorrow. And it just puts you where you're simply focusing on relaxing every part of your body. If you can discipline yourself to do that, um, I find that helps me a lot. And I'd say the biggest thing of all, um, and this will help you if you're going into a race and you're not sleeping well, don't worry about it. Okay, the more we obsess over the fact that, oh my God, I'm not sleeping and I can't get to sleep and I'm only going to have five hours of sleep tonight, the more you worry about it, the more upset you get. And then the less likely it is that you're going to be able to fall asleep again. Just be okay with it. You're lying in bed. You're comfortable. You're relaxing. And that's all that matters. You're allowing your body time to heal by keeping your eyes closed and relaxing. I hope that helped. I'm sorry that was kind of long-winded, but I think a lot of us um, could use some help with that right now. Um, let's see. Yes, the wake-up is an issue for me too. That's my problem. Megan, how are you, Megan? Sleep, drug, dog in the bed. Okay, um, so I used to, before I was diagnosed, would have like Tylenol PM or um, all those different Advil PM and all those things, but I stopped doing that and melatonin is the key. And I wouldn't necessarily call that a drug, so I feel a lot safer taking that. And yes, having a dog in the bed or something to cuddle is definitely going to help you sleep. Um, let's see. Ah, Yoga Nidra, so Liba, you do that. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I love that. Um, so I hope that all helps you guys. Um, 
Yeah, Yoga Nidra, it's not, um, Dan, you do amazing yoga. We're so grateful for you. I'm sorry I haven't been there for a few weeks, but um, Yoga Nidra I was trying to do when I was kind of in the thick of things this past year um, and didn't have much energy. You basically just lie on the ground flat on your back, so you don't have to actually do anything, um, and it really is relaxing, and it really does kind of rejuvenate you. Somehow it just works amazing, but you got to kind of do it for like a week, and then you'll start really seeing the benefit. Um, yes, we all love Dan. Um, Dan, you're amazing. Um, Karen Burks is on, everybody. Karen, you're such an inspiration. Um, you are one of the truly one of the most inspiring people I have ever met. I'm so glad that you're doing so great. Karen has been through a lot as well, you guys. As we all know, we've all been sending love and prayers her way um, constantly. You're amazing, Karen. Thank you for being on the call. Um, anything else, guys? Any more questions? I'm glad you asked that question, Kath, so thank you. Um, that's a big one. And it's funny because my little Australian wife, my gorgeous, amazing wife, she was getting up at like three in the morning checking the TV to see what was happening. And I just found that so adorable because she's Australian, but she was keeping me up to date throughout the night as to what was happening. So pretty cute. Um, yes, Dan. Oh my God. That's a way, great way to put it. Yoga Nidra. It's a yoga nap. That is exactly right that totally relaxes you and helps in so many ways. I once coached this amazing athlete, a young male pro, and he his testosterone levels were super low at one point in time. And we didn't want to do anything, you know, that you shouldn't do at that point in time. So I decided, okay, he needs to eat Sorry to the vegans out there, but he needs to eat a lot of red meat. He needs to reduce his stress. He needs to do a lot of heavy lifting, you know, low reps, heavy weights. And we started doing this. And one of the things I made him do was go to a yoga class. <coughs> and he would go every day to this yoga class at noon. And it was all women and him. This is how he explains it, at least. All women and him. And the minute he lay down on his, on his mat, he would just fall asleep. So there'd be this yoga class going on every day around him. And he said, Siri, I just fell asleep in the first 30 seconds and I'd wake up when everyone was leaving the room. And I just found it hilarious. But we actually got his testosterone levels up after about uh, three months of doing things this way without using any types of you know drugs or medicines or anything like that. And it worked amazingly well. So, um, okay, let's see. Yeah, Mark, we've got you on there. Liba is praising, I think, Mark here or Dan. You guys, I praise all of you. You're incredible. Um, yeah, so yoga. Dan, thank you for running that amazing class every week. We are so grateful to you. Um, it's such a joy for, for many people here, so thank you. Any questions, guys? I didn't really come in with a with a plan today. I just I thought we would get some questions, but if not, I'm gonna oh here we go. What's your favorite cold wintertime meal? Oh hi Ben. Um oh my god. Okay, well I'm just in the last couple of months just so incredibly grateful to be having an appetite again and um to be enjoying food. Um 
Beck and I are pretty simple cooks. Um, we cook real nice meals every night, but they're very simple. Veggies, some form of protein. Oh, you're so sweet, Dan. My chicken soup. Hopefully you don't love it too much because we only have the soup when you get sick. So, um, but yeah, I just love, I, I love, uh, I don't know, anything my wife makes, I love. But we always have green veggies, different colored veggies, carrots, um, squash, and whether it's fish, we eat a lot of fish, a lot of chicken. Um, yeah, anything my wife makes, but I also cook quite a bit too. But you know how it always tastes better to eat someone else's food when they cook. So um, yeah, how about you guys? Right on the wall, what is your favorite wintertime meal? I love that. Uh, Indian food, I love Indian food. Persian food, great for cold weather, that's true. I used to be a big soup lover. I used to just, ah, I would eat soup all the time. Winter, summer, it didn't matter. Um, but in some of the toughest months um, after my bone marrow transplant, that was kind of all I was eating, and it kind of grossed me out a little bit because I was forcing it down. But I do love soup, and I think I'm going to get back to loving soup soon. Um, squash soup, yum. Leek and potato soup. Um, yeah, Karen, we love you so much. We appreciate you so much. We think of you every single day. You are incredible. Um, here we go. Some more meals, homemade chicken soup and chili. If anyone does, so Dan, I'm happy you brought this up. If anyone comes down with a head cold or you're not feeling great, I have this magical chicken soup recipe and it really does work. I promise it worked. My, my mom, you know, used to make it for us as kids and it might be an old wives tale, but we know it works. So if you're ever not feeling well, post on the wall, I will post my recipe. And what you do is you cook this soup and you just drink it all day long, all throughout the day. And what it'll do if you make one soon enough is it's going to not only lessen the symptoms of your cold, but it's going to allow you to get rid of it a lot sooner. So always post. If you're not feeling well, post on the wall. Let us help you out. We've got some great little things um, that work that can get you healthy quicker. Um, so always let us know. And of course, we can send healing vibes and healing prayers to you as well. And that definitely helps. Um, anyone else, you guys? Mel Mitchell, do you have any questions from Australia? Um, Again, we had some great results this weekend um, that I mentioned earlier with Laura and Viv and uh, Janine and um, who else raced? Who else am, am I missing here? Um, I'm proud of all of you guys, uh, whether you raced or not. And Ruth Keat, my mother-in-law, is on. And oh my God, I love this woman so much. Ruthie, I miss you. I wish you were right here with us. Um, how blessed am I to have a mother-in-law that I just love with all my heart and soul and a sister-in-law that I love with all my heart and soul. How blessed am I to be surrounded <coughs> by such love, care, and inspiration. Um, <clears throat> which brings me to everyone, now is a time there's been a lot going on in the country and in the world and always bring it back 
bring it back in those moments of deep stress or fear or anxiety, whatever it is, bring it back to your small world that's right around you, whether that be your animals, your parents, your husband, your wife, your friends, your kids, who, whatever it is, bring yourself back to your world and remember how grateful you are for these beautiful people in your life, even this tribe right here, how grateful you are, how happy they make you feel, the joy and love that you share, and know that that is always gonna be there. Regardless of what's going on in the outside world, it's up to us to determine whether we wanna be happy or sad, fearful or excited, it's up to you. So remind yourself of the amazing people you have around you. Most importantly, remember who you are and decide to make every day, no matter what's happening around you, to make every day an amazing day, to celebrate the gifts in your life, to celebrate the people in your life, to celebrate the love in your life, and to celebrate you. That's the key. Let's see. Talk about sticking to the plan, give in in less they can't do the session. Oh, yeah. Well, these, yeah, you guys, you know, why have a coach if you're not going to follow the plan is the way I see it. Um, athletes that I had that would always do their own thing never lasted because I, as a coach, take great pride in the work that I do, this, the plans that I create, the thought that I put into what I'm giving my athletes and the thought and the care and the ideas that go into that are from 20, 30 years of experience in this sport. And if an athlete comes and wants to do their own thing and do some of what I give them, they don't last long at all because I just say, this isn't going to work. It's not going to work this way. I don't believe in mixing you know, your ideas whenever you want and sometimes following my plan. So they go because I take pride in my work and I want it to work out and I want my athletes to get great results. And if you are an athlete that has a coach, especially one of our coaches, follow the plan verbatim. Follow the plan exactly as it's written because we know what we're doing. We've proven it as athletes and we're proving it as coaches and we've proven that this philosophy works. So trust in that. If you go all in and you get a coach, with, with one of us, go all in and never look back. I remember as an athlete, I always had other people saying, oh, well, you should be doing this and that, which, what you're doing, you shouldn't be doing that. You should look at what this guy's doing. And I used to just in one ear out the other because I'd chosen my route and I decided to go all in and believe in it 1 million percent. Because if you try and use 10 different philosophies, you're going to go like this to your dream. It's going to take you forever. You may never get there. But if you follow the plan, you go all in, you're going boom, straight to the top. So trust in your plan, trust in your coach, trust in you and follow the plan and communicate. Like there are going to be times when you are unable to do a session. All you have to do there and what I encourage my athletes to do is tell me, you know what, coach, today, I'm not feeling well, I don't think I should do that. That gives me the opportunity to give them what I feel is the best alternative or maybe I say, okay, you need two days off, let's get you healthy, let's get you strong, let's get you motivated again. It allows me a chance to continue to create the plan and make adjustments 
in a way that I believe in 1 million percent and a way that I trust is going to truly lead you to the best possible results and performance. So that communication is key. Coaches are happy to make changes to the plan when necessary to suit your life, to suit you know, what's going on on a daily basis, but give us that opportunity. Let us know when something needs to change. We are so happy and so grateful that you tell us so that we can continue to do things where we truly are leaving no stone unturned and creating the best possible plan for you. Um, thank you for the, for the amen there, Rebecca. And Mel, thanks for that question or that idea. That's great. Um, communication is key in everything, you guys. And this even relates to relationships. If you're not getting something from your partner or your friend or your parents or your kids, instead of holding it in and not saying anything and then building up this resentment that leads to a major problem down the line, just communicate what your needs are. Communicate um, what, you, what you feel is missing, but in a kind and loving way without blame so that the other person has an opportunity to make an adjustment. And because a lot of times when we don't communicate, it's just creating so much more stress. It's, it's, it's creating this weight of burden on us. And then we create resentment against whoever the other person is. So for example, let me bring this back to training. Say there's an athlete and they're following the plan and it's too much or it's too hard and they're exhausted and they're not going well and they feel it's not right. And week after week, they just think, oh my God, this isn't right. It's not working for me. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. Finally, on week five, they say, I just can't do this anymore. This plan's not working for me. And it's like, but why? You haven't said anything about what's going on. Oh, well, I'm exhausted all the time. I'm tired. You know, I, I can't fit in the time. And it's like, tell your coach that. I've gone from creating a full-on plan for an athlete that I've just taken on that was like so many hours because I kind of didn't understand, I guess, what his situation was um, work-wise and family-wise. and But he communicated so beautifully about, you know, what he may not be able to do and how it was worrying him, him that this was too long. So I went back to the drawing board, redid the plan. Now I have something that not only I'm so proud of, but I know is going to work beautifully for him and for his life. So that communication is everything. We are a team. You and your coach are a team. Me and all of you are a team. Me and my wife are a team. Me and my friends are a team. We need to communicate so that we can create the best possible plan because every single one of us is here because we want to be the very best at what we do. We want to be the best human. We want to be the best. I want to be the best coach I can be. I want to be the best wife I can be. I want to be the best person I can be. So when you communicate, you are able to get exactly what you need so that you truly can perform to your utmost and get the most fulfillment during the process. So I hope that helps you guys. Um, communication is key. Um, if there are no more questions, guys, um, I'm going to say, so long, farewell. What's that song? So long, farewell. La, na, 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 na. It's almost time to be watching that movie for the hundredth time. 
Um, usually I, I feel like they put the sound of music on every around Thanksgiving Christmas time. So I will be watching that one for the hundredth time. Um, everyone, uh, take care of you this week. Stay safe, wear your masks. Um, and yeah, Becky, you're here. Hi, Becky, Becky, Rebecca and Dan, um, you guys are amazing. Patrice, it's so great to see you. If you have any questions that come up after tonight, just put them on the wall and we will um, answer your questions there. Um, I love you all so much. Um, thank you for being in our amazing tribe. Thank you for posting and sharing and welcoming new members. I welcome all the new members that we have this week. We are so thrilled to have you in our family. Um, guys, together we can achieve anything and everything. And together here, um, I hope to have each and every one of you not only achieving your dreams and goals, but finding life more fulfilling than ever before. That's my hope uh, for all of us and all of you. Have an amazing night, you guys. We love you and we'll see you next week. Hey there, Cam here again, just a reminder that our Big Black Friday sale starts next week, but you can get early access to all the deals if you sign up on our website, so you can just go to teamseriestriclub.com or click the link in the show notes.